Welcome to Network Today. I'm Cheryl Powers. I'm Rob Bliss. We're here to take you from meeting people to making money. Are, are you getting that into your belly? I hope by now, because we're nearly at this point 50 episodes. <laughs> look at the look on your face. Oh Fifth, I, I hope meeting people to making money faster is in people's belly now. Do you think, do you hear people like regurgitate that back to you? Well, yeah, I mean, I would love to hear that because, again, I'm going to tell you, Cheryl, it's helped my business tremendously because, again, that's why I look forward to preparing for each week. I'm learning so much from the show, from the topics that we're having, from the, our guests that are coming mm -hmm. here each week. Yes, I am seeing truly, uh, uh, I don't know if it's 5X, I don't know if it's 10X, but I'm making money from what we're uh, doing here on the show. Yeah, if nothing else, it keeps you focused and always retuning what you're doing for networking yeah. when you're involved in the process weekly, yeah. daily. Absolutely. That consistency. And the thing too is that again, is that like we've talked about on the show is that it's not all about making money. It's, it's the friendships, it's the building of relationships that we're talking about. But again, the bottom line still is we have to make money. Yeah. And we don't have to be embarrassed about saying that. But again, I want to still emphasize the fact that of we're building relationships mm -hmm. and strong relationships, yeah. authentic relationships. So you're going to love this relationship that we have with our amazing guests, guest, which is Steve Conwell, who's going to be coming up here in just a bit because we're talking about alumni associations, that's a, networking that's a through alumni associations. Great topic. And you were saying that... Well, you know, what's, what's neat about this is, that, you know, I, I haven't really focused on that, but what's neat when, in, when we met with Steve was the fact that, you know, he went to uh, UNT mm -hmm. and that was my old alma mater. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but, un you know, unfortunately, uh, back then they called it NTSU. Uh, but again, it, now it created that bond. Yeah. Which yeah. Steve will go over. Yeah. And, and made you and me think about oh my gosh, we need to tap into our own alumni. Yes. So I'm Oral Roberts University, right? And they've got a pretty like vivid or, you know, uh, rambunctious online group through I know LinkedIn. So I too, I'm tapped into that group on LinkedIn, but I'm not super engaged. And I'm sure that there are DFW chapters. They're just in Tulsa. I mean, it can't be too far from here that there's a, that there's some chapters that I could get involved in mm -hmm. and get to know and support my other alums. So with that, I've got a really great article, right? So before we launch into our Grand Slams and then have our Steve Conwell discussion on alumni, and he's got some brilliant insight. He brilliant. Sure does. Here is under topresume.com. You know, I love to Google. So I Googled networking in alumni associations. Okay. And this came up, and this is so good. And truly, it talks about... You, both, both sides of this, building a resume so uh, you can always have a job, right? So if you're job searching or whatever, alumni are great resources. But before you, you're looking for a job, you might have a job and now you're trying to get business, right. right? So you're trying to build relationships. And that's what this was all about. So under top resume, a number one was getting reconnected. And I think that for me really struck a chord in our discussion with Steve was that he's there to help people engage and mm -hmm. get reconnected because we had a good time at some point right. together. Right. Probably. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> was yours a, a really good time? On a scale of one to 10, what was your good time at NTSU? My, my college? Well, it was a, a different experience for me because I had just moved from Canada. So I had just moved to a new country. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, so it took, you know, I was still getting used to the American way of life. So it was, you know, it was kind of, it was a little tough for me. Plus the fact that, you know, I, I lived at home and had to commute 40 miles to school uh, where that, I had to make that adjustment because my first two years of college, I had my own place and right. lived near campus. So it, it was a different, you know, different country, you know, the educational system a little bit different. So, yeah. And you spent two years there? Two, uh, uh, just about two years there. Yeah. But by the time you got done with the two years... Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was a great experience. No, mm-hmm. I, I would say my last two years were better than my first two years. Um, you know, maybe from a maturity point of view, but again, um, uh, the American way of life, they're just more open, they're more friendly. Um, it, it was a great, a, a great experience. But that's but, awesome. So now you can reconnect with yeah, some of that. All right. Absolutely. So get reconnected. Number two, get involved in your alumni association. I think that goes without saying. And they really talk about volunteering and being on committees mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. to really get involved and reconnected. Three, pick a few events to attend every year. So you don't have to be so actively like like Steve right. is involved. <laughs> uh, but you don't have to be that involved. You can just be a little involved sure, and still absolutely. get some benefit absolutely. from it. Number four, become a resource. So mm-hmm. being a mentor to other students. That's what they mentioned in here. And I think that's beautiful, yeah. being a mentor. Reach out to your fellow alums, which is what we were talking about, it, doing it socially, or if you're going to go to some of the uh, in-person events, you can do it there for sure. Uh, number six, commit to staying in touch with key people. So we've, we talk at length ad nauseum about being intentional about follow-up. And I think this is an this is no exception. Right. Find Absol- those key people in the alumni association. Absolutely. Number seven, alumni associations aren't just for schools. So talking about company alums. Mm-hmm. Now I know in the radio world wow. they do it a lot. Wow, and okay. I should probably be more plugged in than I am. Uh, and number eight, be a good referral partner and a good people connector. Because alumni t- t- treat your alumni association like a networking group, like a philanthropic organization. Right. Like a um, nonprofit that you sure. might be no, that's a great uh, point. Great associated point. with. So I thought this was a really good article. If you want more information, you can go to, you can Google it like I did. So networking uh, in alumni associations, or you can ask me for the link. Happy to send it. All right. All right. So coming up next, a grand slam. That would be our success story of the week. You got a good one? I got a good one. It's brewing. All Woo. right. When we come back. Are you having trouble with your VoIP phone system? Smart Office USA to the rescue. We're a local company here in DFW with real people, certified technicians, and we even come to your office to help you. Smart Office USA, representing the number one VoIP phone system on the planet. And we are right here in DFW, ready to help you. Call us, 214-272-0921, or go to www.smartofficeusa.com. So, Grand Slam time. My you ready? Favorite, my favorite part, and I've got a, go- a doozy. A doozy. I've got a doozy, and it involves mid-market professionals Dallas. Oh, my favorite. Yes. <laughs> and again, you know, this is, again, what, what we're trying to teach in the show is, is that how to get value out of your networking, you know? And, um, I got a call last week from someone who I met very briefly at mid-market and, uh, he was introducing me to a friend of his, um, because I had talked about Purple Cow Branding and what we did, you know, branding and websites. And so this gentleman called me last week and said, I got your name from Omer 
and he highly recommends you. And here's the th key thing too is I had met Omer at MMP, but I followed up with an email requesting in a one-on-one, -on -one, which we had a couple of weeks ago. We had a great one-on-one. -on -one, yeah. And we're working on actually a, a kind of a joint deal together that would be beneficial for both of us. And then boom, I get this call. And again, it just shows you that you do the follow-up after the networking meetings, have those one-on-ones, which are so important. Yeah. Because he got, after that, he got to know exactly, he toured my office, got to know exactly what we did. Mm -hmm. And then he came across a friend of his that he could help. Oh, so again, man. it was, again, just, it shows you that when you take networking seriously, when you're intentional about it, when you do the follow-up, you know, you do the things that you're supposed to do, good things will happen. Yeah. Magically. <laughs> yeah. It's not just spontaneous combustion. No. Right. So I'm going to try and um, keep mine brief. Okay. But it's a powerful story. So one that I put on LinkedIn just a couple of days ago. And it has to do with relationship building. And I'm headed down to Houston for a series of client meetings. And as I, I leave early, I get down to, instead of Centerville, I love going to Woody's. That's where I stop. I instead, I, I know, instead, I'm going to stop in Fairfield. And I think I'm way ahead of schedule. So I'm going to get gas first and then go see my appraisal district client there in Freestone County. And because I did that, Thank goodness, I realized as I pull up to the pump, I left my wallet at home. Oh, my gosh. I know. I left my wallet at home. And I've got a quarter of a tank. <laughs> I'm 90 minutes from home. Yeah, it's this still is what, 200 miles away from Houston. The, I, I don't have either way to go. Here's what I realize. This is the power of networking. Now, again, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. Because there were, there were like so many great little stories in this whole thing that this this day that went from stressful to blessful. Um, I, I like, I got to go to the chief at the appraisal district and I have to say, chief, I brought you a thank you note. And by the way, I need cash to get to Houston. <laughs> I kid you not. That was my only option. Wow. My only. So I am got my husband on the phone and he's saying, hey, Cheryl, I don't know what to do. Um. Because he's headed to something else too, right? And so I'm like, I go in and, and he says, Cheryl, I got 20 for you. Wow. And that was just the beginning. He got me to Houston. And then I was trying to get to Sam's to get gas. But then that meeting went, ran long. And so as I'm walking out telling them why I was looking for a Sam's, the gal says, here's another 20. I want you to, get, I want you to have this 20 in your pocket. That got me back because I miss Sam's. I couldn't find Sam's. And I found myself halfway between Houston and Madisonville <sighs> in the middle of nowhere. Can you believe it? But the beauty of that, the end of the story, as I posted on LinkedIn, do you know how many people said, oh, my gosh, Cheryl? At the end of that story, I said, hey, the, the deal of the day was I realized that kindness still existed. Mm -hmm. A guy ponied up $3 on the pump extra because he heard my story at the cash register. So um, kindness still exists and God is good. And, and so many people said, Cheryl, I needed to hear that today, right? And so isn't that the beauty of networking? So taking a stressful situation that out of those relationships mm -hmm. helped me get to Houston wow. and back, didn't miss any meeting. And then I was able to post it and have some other people say they were so blessed by that, by wow. that story. So anyway, I just, it's That's so, huge. I know, just to be in a community of people where we can lift each other up, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was just an edification moment. So there we go. So that's, no a, that's a double grand slam. <laughs> it's a double like it was really good. It's really good. So 
Steve Conwell. He is a one of a kind. I can't wait to have this discussion when we come back. Let's face it, employees waste time on the company dime. Why? Life's complicated. We help keep the junk of life out of the workplace and in the hands of the experts. Empowered Advantage, empowering employees, giving businesses the advantage. Letter M as in magnificent, poweredadvantage.com. Rob, you get an award. Do you know what that, what that award's for? What is it, Cheryl? Getting a ringer in the house like Steve Conwell. <laughs> oh my gosh. How'd you pull that one off? <laughs> well, that's my uh, UNT c- connections. Oh, is it? Y- y'all like bleed green? I'm telling you what, yeah. bleeding green is like the, it's the talk of the town. It is. It is right yeah. now. The only thing is, I went to UNT when I was NTSU before this guy was even born. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, they'll forgive you. They'll forgive you. Just make a nice, handsome donation. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so, Steve Conwell, if you don't know him, get to know him. I want you to find him now because he's a great man to know. And when you start learning about all the, the alumni activities, all the associations that not only you're involved in, Steve, but on the, like the president and on the board and you're running this and you have your own company, how in the world do you do it? Very carefully, right? <laughs> no, I mean, you have to love it. You, know, you have to love people and kind of getting out there and making a difference and all that and balancing your time for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's fun. Yeah, it's fun getting out there. It is fun. So you know the goal of the show is to talk about networking, right? Yep. So we want to talk about, and it's not just about glad handing. It's about, and you're very strategic. You you are a strategist. All right. So Final Ascent is his company. So Steve Conwell on LinkedIn, great place to find him. You'll see the bio there. Uh, but you're, you're so strategic, it just blows my mind on how you, because I'm sure you quantify it all. How you can be on all these boards, and let, let's go through the boards, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the, the AM&A, the Association of Mergers and Acquisitions, right? I'm a member of that. Um, yeah, I'm the president of the Dallas chapter of the Exit Planning Exchange. Uh, launched that in May, so we've got 70 members right now and growing. So excited about that. Uh, I'm on the board of uh, University of North Texas, is, so right. UNT now. Right. Uh, Ryan College of Business, the Dean Advisory Board. Um, I'm the president of our Denton County Alumni Association. Uh, so excited about that and kind of work with the board, uh, the Alumni Association board, quite a bit. Uh, and I'm on the board of so the AEC Equities. So we're a private equity group and we buy construction, engineering, light industrial, and manufacturing firms. So it's fun. Oh it's busy you know, getting out there and, and meeting, meeting the folks. How do you make money from this? So obviously you're making connections internally. How are you turning these relationships through these associations, alumni, board positions into money? Uh, you know, part of it, I have this kind of mantra of helping others be successful. I kind of live my whole life that way. So if you look at it and you say it's just about making money, it's not going to work. People right, right. that out, right? right? So it's about, you know, one, choosing your time well. Yeah. Um, and what's your passion about, what you enjoy, whether it's a cause, uh, UNT, you know, I bleed green, um, <laughs> almost wore green today. <laughs> um, but then, you know, rolling your sleeves up and saying, you know, what paths I want to take with it. So I always yeah. like leading things. So I'll come in a certain level, but I want to lead it and build the direction and the path and where it's going to go. 
Uh, but then the other side of it is balancing your time. Mm -hmm. So there's some things like I can't go every time, right? But I'll come periodically. Uh, and then when I get there, it's being strategic about, okay, I'm going to talk to these five folks. Mm -hmm. Or this person leads the group. Who should I visit with? Mm -hmm. And just sit down and talk and have intentional conversations. Mm -hmm. um, how do you help them? What do they do? Yeah. You know, what are they passionate about? Yeah. You know, where do they see themselves? And how can you help them get there for mm -hmm. sure? So, and, and you're right, it can't be about the money, but ultimately, at some point, it has to have an ROI at the end of that. Yeah. So how do you... Yeah. How do you um, maybe compartmentalize or how do you manage your time so that you can make sure as you're building these relationships and hopefully getting to the ROI at some point that you can justify the, all the things that you're a part of? Yeah, I mean, part of it, you've got to be obviously really good at your calendar. So I'm, I'm way in advance on recurring meetings, when they're going to happen. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'll stack up more. With meetings, Monday, Friday, I try to keep them more open by design. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm evaluating, there's only so many evenings out of the day, wife's going to tolerate, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so managing that. And then from an ROI perspective, so I have this kind of little thing I've coined about the 90-10 rule. Um, and really 10% of your network is going to provide 90% of your referrals. Absolutely. Yes. Right, so how do you yes. care and feed them? And how do, you, how do you grow and nurture those relationships? And I've always found it's by helping them. Hey, you need to talk to so-and-so, or here's an opportunity. We don't do that. Let me bridge the gap, bring them in. Let's have a meeting and talk about it and make other people successful, grow their businesses. And then, you know, I'll have people that'll call me maybe six years you haven't chatted with them. And suddenly it's, hey, you need to talk to so-and-so. Here's this opportunity. And they call because of the relationships you've built over time. So credibility. Right. Yeah, authenticity, transparency. Yeah. I mean, I always say honesty, integrity, and character 100% matters, right. Right? Right. right? So, yeah, you've got to you've got to be that way in all things that you do mm -hmm. in my book because if you're not and I sniff the opposite, right. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to refer you um, yeah. if I don't feel like you have that character for sure. Yeah. Well, that that only makes sense. Have you been a part of alumni associations? Not I not an alumni. No, I have not. My big uh, associations have been in nonprofits and chamber, chamber organizations. Right. So those are very business um, business specific, and yours is very industry specific. So you have a lot of very industry specific. So I'd like to zero in on the non-industry specific, yep. which is the alumni, yeah. because yeah. most of us do have an alumni association, and, and we've touched on this on several podcasts. Mm -hmm. Tap into those, mm -hmm. because that's a wealth of network already built in. And we're all trying to help each other and do business together. And at some point, we're like-minded, right? Yeah, <laughs> at some yeah. point. So how do, how, did, how do you go into an alumni group that you're so avidly a part of? And like you said, you like to participate and yeah. have some kind of leadership position. That's just who you are, right? Affect change. Oh, no, it's great. It's great. We need that. But how do you go into an alumni association, if we just want to zero in on that, and say, I'm going to look at this as part of my business building tool as well. H how does that happen for somebody who's not done that? Yeah, so if you haven't done it before, if you go in immediately with that intention in mind, I don't believe it's going to work, okay. right? So okay. if you're wanting to be involved, you really got to understand like the culture. Where is the alumni association? What's the organizational structure? How they come together? How do they put events on? So really all those dynamics are important because you're Working with volunteers, they're all volunteers, right? Some are super passionate about it. Some are the resume builders. 
um, that you get, and then where's the goals and objectives for the chapter, and start to kind of build it out and, and get that kind of next level, here's where we're going to go, while you're building relationships. The one thing that I have found is somebody reaches out to me because let's say that we were both part of, you know, I used to work for Ernst & Young as an example, and that's the connection and we chat. But if it's immediately off of that and, hey, can you help me do X, as opposed to you have to be careful with alumni associations. If I go on like Sales Navigator, right, mm-hmm. University of North Texas, X years, company size, and 250 people show up, and I immediately use my UNT alumni hook, Oh. and then go jump right into what I do, that's not going to work, right? Yeah. And so yeah. for me, relationship building, it's a thing that's over time. You can't expect, you may want to expect something out of it, mm-hmm. but if you go into it expecting business, mm-hmm. I tend to think that some things start to, uh, it just doesn't pan out as well. But but it is a thing over time. Like I've been involved with the Alumni Association for as far as, you know, president stuff and things like that. This is my third year. But I didn't immediately go and jump in and just, who are the guys that own companies? And I'm going to start chatting with them because people see through that. They they do. That you're leveraging that position to leverage. Correct. Right. And that, to me, there's not, I don't know, it's just not authentic. Yeah. And there's not integrity in my mind and do it that way. Yeah. I I absolutely agree with you. I concur. Thoughts, Rob? Well, I think, too, you know, uh, building that relationship and not jumping into you know the the juggler there, it's um, you're creating a bond, you know. So if it takes a few months, you know, a year or two, then it comes up. Hey, we're both from UNT. Then you can start sort of sharing some UNT stories. Right. But again, it's over time, yeah. and you've bonded over other things. So it's not just because, like you said earlier, is that people are going to see through that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. To have that special bond, you have to ha- do have certain things, and there's the bond of uh, the alumni with UNT. So. Yeah, yeah, and it's, I mean, all the posts that I'll do about it, and, you know, hey, we went down to the Capitol like a month ago to advocate for, you know, funding and things like that. People see that, so they know you're actually involved. Right, yeah. And some people will reach out, hey, I'm graduating from UNT, and they're excited about it. Oh, my gosh, you guys are doing this and helping them get into the fold yeah. on the Alumni Association. And then, I mean, eventually you'll talk about what you do. and. Yeah. And bring that in and, you know, how do I help them, you know, be more successful in what they're doing and you know, vice versa for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, right now we're, we're in the process of growing uh, the Farmers Branch Rotary Club. And, yeah. and again, we're not, we're not, we're, we want volunteers to help support our community. Yeah. So it's yeah. all about, it's not all about, you know, what do you do? Correct. You know, Correct. what can I get from you? Yeah, so it's, it's the same type of thing. Yeah. It's, it's so getting that bond, getting people to volunteer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just so important. It's so much fun, as you uh, talked again earlier about. So I yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's exciting to see the spirit build. These alumni associations, you know, raising like the chamber you're talking about, there's a there's a common result that everybody's wanting to achieve, and kind of you're seeing that momentum build, yeah. and it takes time, decades to mm-hmm. do this, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, getting more uh, you know talented individuals is part of it. So part of my job is kind of seeing talent out there, mm-hmm. like the previous gentleman hey, went to UNT, mm-hmm. like to reach out, hey, yeah. why don't you come? Uh, the Alumni Association, but um, yeah, you know, monetizing it, um, a lot of people don't look at their network. They spend, they're tremendous networkers, 
They're everywhere. You see them, they talk to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, but they never wonder why they don't build traction yeah. in their career. And it's just yeah. because you're, you're doing too much, you spread yourself so yeah. thin. Yeah. Absolutely. How can you subset it to people that really can help? Now, you're still, you've still got the cause, you're still doing X, but you really care in feeding that network that can help you and vice versa. Yeah, yeah I mean, to your point, and people are, you know, they're going out to these new events week after week after week, collecting more business cards. But again, yeah. no relay. It's, you know, what I'm doing is I'm cutting it down so I can spend time with the people. Yeah. Yes. From the, you know, from the past so I can yeah. develop that stronger. So I don't need a huge community. Yeah. I need a smaller community that I can work yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. and become authentic with them. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. That is so true. Um, it's kind of like uh, when you spread yourself too thin, you're of no use to yeah. anybody. Right. And right. you're not building strong, authentic relationships that are long-term. Yeah. And they know that. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to call so-and-so and invite them to hear. Right. I don't remember you at all. You never reached out to me. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. So yeah. true. Becoming a real person, building that trust through authenticity. Mm -hmm. um, and drilling down through these specific, also these other organizations that are very specific. So you have the alumni, which is general, yep. um, but a, a great organization. Then you have these very specific, specific strategic associations, and that, that helps you fuel everything, right? Does yeah. it, I mean, that, I would imagine it all works together. It's, uh, I mean, you know, the Alumni Association for me, I mean, my son's going there. We're like third generation UNT. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if I got caught, it probably would be green, right? <laughs> um, so for me, it's that just care and feeding and love for doing that. Yeah. And then very specific targeted organizations yeah. for what I do. Right, right. You know, so if I were to get some referral from a UNT person, for me, that would be more gravy. Mm -hmm. But am I doing that to build and expand specifically what I do? Not as much because I'm very targeted on several other organizations mm -hmm. that absolutely do mm -hmm. what I do or are adjacent industries mm -hmm. so we don't compete mm -hmm. and we can refer business mm -hmm. together. But it's a beautiful recipe. So if you're considering what do I do, I mean, take a look at this model. Be a part of an alumni association, but also balance it out with very strategic, specific, professional organizations that are. Yeah, yeah that, absolutely. That, yeah. So, all right, Steve. So it's Steve Conwell, C-O-N-W-E-L-L, -L, right? The easy way, but you know, you never know. You have to days. slow it down, yeah. That's right. Final Ascent is his company. So again, connect with him on LinkedIn. I want to know a little known fact about yourself that we'd be like, what? Oh my goodness gracious, Steve. Did, we shouldn't have invited you here. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll do a couple weird ones. So okay. um, I, I used to do calligraphy for like uh, PR firms and stuff like mm -hmm. that in college. So I do like an imitation card and calligraphy. And I get like six bucks a card. And so, you know, two hours of work, I'd make like 300 bucks doing that. So that was kind of a unique thing. And I don't know why I can do this, but I can write... Um, Forward, backwards, upside down and backwards, and upside down and forwards. And wow. I don't know why I can't. I just, oh, my God. So no kind kidding. of a stupid human trick. Wow. That, that, is, anything, that is awesome. That's, <laughs> that's fabulous. Wow. Well, that's that's why you're doing all of these things. <laughs> Final <laughs> ascent, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's so cool. The full 360-degree oh. um, sphere of man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So you could be, you could write uh, in Hebrew. It may or, look like there? Greek or Hebrew, Hebrew yeah. <laughs> well, but the, they're they're left to right. Oh, they are. Yeah, it's so, um, it's 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 interesting. I mean, I don't. 
That's fascinating. And and now note to self, if ever I'm on the other side of the desk and I'm writing a note, you're reading what I'm writing. <laughs> <laughs> and as a lifetime salesperson, I'm like, I can read upside down and back. Yeah. I can't write it, but I, I can read upside like, down. This is ridiculous. <laughs> that's right that's right this is so good oh steve we appreciate you can't thank wait to have you, you back um cheers to you my friend cheers all right cheers. Green. green all that's, right <laughs> that's right and we will be back a small business is still a business at purple cow branding we want to help you execute your greatest visions for your company purple cow works for small businesses that don't have big budgets to spend on their marketing efforts Inquire now at purplecowbranding.com to be the biggest little guy around. Purple Cow Branding, much more than digital marketing. Steve is such a bigger than life character. I love, love hanging with Steve. Um, And his wife is delightful as well. Yes, I've met them both. Y'all need to double date. Yeah. Y'all need need to be the Conwell. She's a lot of of fun. You know, and and what to me sets Steve apart... his heart is just so yeah. big. Yeah. yeah. He's got a giant, giant heart. Yeah. Just like his giant personality. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it is. Exactly. Now, there's this great article we were just talking about off camera. What we really felt was a great takeaway from our discussion with Steve. And you said. Well, it was the, the fact that, you know, he's into networking because he wants to build relationships, right. strong relationships. Yeah. He doesn't, it's not about the quantity, it's the quality. Right. He wants to give back. He wants yeah. to be a value-added resource to his network, you know, his, his association community there. Yeah. And he, again, that's where his big heart comes out. Yeah. And, you know, and, and what I liked is that, you know, I kind of challenged him a little bit by saying, hey, we're doing this networking thing for money. But no, he just comes right back to, no, you know, we've got yeah. to build those connections. Well, and to the point of, so you have some networking things that you'll be a part of that are purely relationship building. And at some point, a business transaction will come out of it. At some point, it will. But but this one is is by and large, very the alumni stuff is by and large relationship building. And there's a great article that I found on Indeed.com on that. Um, and really the whole crux of the article is that it is building relationships, not selling your business. Right, right. Now, what we talked to Steve about, too, was that he's a part of so many associations and other networking groups that he has that other layer, those other components that are more transactionally driven, right? right. So they're relational, but you know that, that we're all selling a, a product at the end of that rainbow. Um, so relationship over here, he's working that pool, that you know, all those, those people. And then they all begin to interconnect in these more transactional networking groups that are more uh, intentionally built for doing business, right? Yeah. It's kind of that old saying of what comes around goes around, Mm -hmm. you know, that again, when you build and focus on the relationship sooner or later, some, something will happen. And again, it doesn't have to be transactional. Yeah. Again, it can go back to being introduced to somebody else, yeah. but it's the value of the, of the bonding of the community that, that brings that value. Yeah. And so one of the things that we had talked about with Steve was um, smart people go into alumni groups asking questions about the other business owners, which leads mm-hmm. me to my word of the week, which is inquisitive. Mm. Be inquisitive. Yes. You can't go wrong going into a relationship building situation uh, by asking questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And the smart people that we have on here, they're all smart. I swear to you, every single one of them asks great questions. They're, they're adept at that. They come prepared for that. Yep. And that's what elevates them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, I, I love the whole alumni association thing because selfishly, I think I need to do it more. So maybe well, this got me on track. It was a great learning lesson for me of, uh, of that because that's something I've, I've completely neglected. I yeah. hadn't thought about that. But you know, just seeing you know, how, how Steve has been come involved, he's showing his leadership ability, he's showing the value he gives back to his uh, alumni. Uh, it really was an eye opener for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, super great. So I know you have some great action items for me for us as we wrap this up. Well, you know, here, here and these come from both Steve and from the article that you read to us. Is number one is join one of your you know alumni. Yeah, you know, right. just join it. The other key thing that Steve talked about was participate. Yeah, know, be a volunteer. Yeah, again, it's not like you have to do it every week, every month, but but participate, get yeah. involved. And number three was, again, I really loved uh, what Steve said with that big heart was, you know, be a go-giver. Yeah. You know, and, and so those are the things, guys, do those things and it'll affect, you know, help you in your alumni uh, reconnection, but also affect you in all your networking. That, that's right. So if you are a part of UNT grad group, right, any right. of them, if you've been there, connect with Steve. I mean, make sure you get on and, uh, and make sure you rope Robin. Uh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and then ask him for a picture of his, uh, his NTSU card. <laughs> yeah, <they're>, it's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, dated 1973. <laughs> That's right. So we want to hear from you. Info at networktodaydfw.com. We love comments. We love topics. So give us some more topics. We want that. And cheers to you, my friend. Another great show. Yep. Network Today, where we take you from meeting people to making money faster. All right. So see you next week. This has been a Purple Cow production. Mm.